for the past two years, Keely Warren has brought a special coverage of the issues around sustainable and regenerative tourism. She's gained a very specific set of expertise through her company, Mankind Digital, which helps organisations and destinations maximise their sustainability goals. She won international recognition when Global Tourism Association Scal International awarded her for her work, and we are thrilled to report that Keely has just received the same award for the second year in a row. And in further news, Keely has taken her Melbourne-based business international with a move to Spain in August to bring her expertise in sustainability to the European Union. Well, I'm speaking with our sustainability reporter, Keely Warren, and the fabulous news is that for the second year in a row... Keely, through her organisation Mankind Digital, which is a Melbourne-based company that uh, she set up, she has won an International Tourism Award. And uh, Keely, uh, great to have you back on the show. Tell us about this award. This is pretty spectacular, the fact that you've won it for two years running. What's it called and what did you win it for? Yeah, thanks, Graham. So basically, we, we're, we're very excited here at Mankind Digital to have won this award for the second year in a row. The award itself was awarded in a category called Media and Educational Institutions for the Sustainable Tourism Awards. And that award has been running for the last 22 years as part of the Skull International Association's uh, Annual World Congress, which is heard in a different held in a different city internationally each year. This year it was held in Malaga in Spain. Last year it was held in Croatia. And it's a a huge uh, honour for us because to win this award for two years in a row, it really does confirm everything that we've been doing to try and spread the word around sustainability and tourism and support and promote organisations and destinations that are moving more towards a sustainable model and approach for delivering tourism. It certainly uh, reconfirms that we are making an impact and really creating change in in the tourism industry. Right. So you are actually in Spain now, right? That's exactly right. I've been based over here since August of this year and we've been busy setting up our European headquarters and base in, in Europe in the Northern Hemisphere for the last couple of months and expanding from Australia to to the EU. Um, so it was fantastic that the, the awards ceremony for the Sustainable Tourism Awards was actually in Spain this year as well. It was a, it was a very wonderful coincidence. That's fantastic. It was in Malaga, which is down the south of Spain, isn't it? That's right. It's in Andalusia. Yeah, fantastic. I stayed in Malaga I've, in a castle up on a hill and it was uh, one of these paradors. Have you stayed in a parador? I haven't stayed in a parador. Ah, these are magnificent old houses, nunneries, monasteries. In fact, in Ronda, which is a town where they think bullfighting might have originated, the town hall's been turned into a, uh, a parador. So it's like a three-and-a-half to four-star hotel run by the state. And uh, you have to carry your own bags, that's the only thing. But you get to stay in some magnificent places. And it was absolutely worthwhile. But I digress. Um, Tell us, uh, is is there a good opportunity that you should consider, um, you know, opening up a business there in uh, in Spain to cover uh, northern, the other northern hemisphere and Europe more specifically? 
Absolutely. Within the sustainable tourism space, particularly sustainability and more so regenerative tourism, there's a lot of progressive um, action and a lot of organisations and destinations really focusing on moving more towards this this area and, and this way and this approach of delivering tourism globally here in the Northern Hemisphere. So when it comes to opportunity for us to look at knowledge sharing and looking at taking on new clients and supporting organisations and destinations is certainly a very big opportunity here in Europe. In Australia, we are moving more and more towards this direction, but it is a little bit less progressive than it is in, in the rest of the world um, right. from that respect. So, the sheer weight of numbers or, you know, the population? Potentially, but I... Potentially, yes. However, I think that sustainability in general, Australia is a little bit behind in terms of really starting to move all industry towards this way of thinking and this this business model and this approach. So for us, Europe has been working within this space for the last 10 10 to 20 years already. So they are a lot more advanced and a lot more um, of the way that they've been developing their business models and these sorts of things, sustainability has been built into them from the beginning, whereas in Australia, we're sort of reverse engineering things. Okay. And I wondered whether the European uh, tourism market is a much older established market um, and therefore you're having to sort of uh, bolt on the ideas around sustainability, but you're saying, no, no, it was built in from day one. For a lot of the organisations that have started over the last 10 years or so, there's definitely been a lot more of an open-mindedness and a lot more um, authenticity around building it into the business model from the beginning. Right. For those that have been operating for you know many decades already, it's, it's a little bit more of that reverse engineering sort of thought where they're now sort of unpacking their business models and, and reworking them and rebuilding them. Right. Um, but certainly when it comes to associations in sustainability and tourism and the network over here with different people based across the northern hemisphere that I have within my network it's certainly a lot larger here and there's a lot more opportunity in terms of um, connection I mentioned a little bit earlier around knowledge sharing and how important sharing knowledge and education is within this particular space in the tourism sector um, as well as those businesses on the ground so they're actually implementing these things within their organisations. And do you think the biggest opportunity is a destinational um, opportunity or more sort of organisations that sit on the service side of the business? It's certainly destination orientated and also it comes down to to policy and um, a lot of those sort of governmental um, shifts around prioritising sustainability because the more that we move towards these changes within policy and the more that these destinations are really taking on um, this this mindset, it really helps to support the organisations that are based in those destinations to come with them on that journey and to have the support that they really need from the destination um, and from the local government. So I personally feel that the organisations, in a lot of respects, some of them are a little bit ahead of of, of government policy and the, 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 the shift within the destination. But the more destinations that can come on board, the better that will be for, for the tourism sector as a whole. And is sustainability one of the criteria that, for example, Ukraine might need to meet in order to actually join the EU? Is it, a, is it an entry issue? 
I'm actually not too sure about um, how how that, that works, but I know that next year in the EU, there will be new laws and regulations that are being mm. rolled out across the EU around sustainability and okay. measures that organisations are required to meet um, in order to, um, to trade and to operate. So that'll okay. be a very big change and a big shift. Right. Well, you're there at the right time by the sound of things. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, well, that's great. Do you have competition in this space? From a tourism marketing perspective, there are not other organisations that I'm aware of that are specifically focused on really promoting organisations and destinations within this, the niche of sustainable, regenerative and responsible tourism. Mm. Um, obviously, there will be a lot of other digital marketing agencies and a lot of tourism marketing agencies out there that are all offering very similar services to, to what we do. But because we're very specialised and very niche in, in the sustainability area, there is there there is a a lot more opportunity for us. Mm. I feel because we're very specialised in this area, and our team are very knowledgeable within sustainability and regenerative tourism um, within the foundation of our business model. Well, that's a great export for Australia, but we haven't lo- lost you. We've just uh, it's an expansion program rather than a shift away, isn't it? That's exactly right. Majority of the clients that we work with at the moment are based in Australia. So as, as we, we grow, the team will grow within Australia um, and within the Northern Hemisphere as well. So wow. we'll certainly have a larger footprint and be able to offer more support and more services and all of these sorts of things in the future, mm. um, particularly around the area of training um, and education. That will be a, a very big um, adjustment within our organization next year um, as we start working with more facilitators based globally that really specialize in different areas of sustainability and regenerative tourism that are able to offer programs around education that really help organizations understand what they need to do to move towards sustainability as well as to market themselves once they've been through those those processes. Mm, amazing. Next you will hear that you're on the London Stock Exchange, Keely. <laughs> Oh, you never know, Graham. You never know. You never know. know. This is incredible. I think it's a great story. So just tell me, how how are you personally coping with a move from uh, way, way down under to to way over there? Oh, it's been fantastic. I I was based over here for about five or six years, about 10 years ago. So for me, it feels like coming home when I come back to Europe. Um, I certainly have hit the ground running here um, in terms of setting up the organization um, with a base here. I've, I had many connections um, from a business standpoint before coming um, to Spain. So that's been um, a very welcome and smooth transition. Right. Um, life in general, though, I mean, there's a lot of adjustments in terms of the differences in the way that, um, you know, Australia operates in comparison to Spain. So that's certainly been um, an a, a lot of adjustment there, particularly around the bureaucracy that people talk about. I sort of didn't anticipate quite how much so <laughs> that meant. Yeah. Um, but that's that's been definitely a test for, for the patients at certain times. But, mm. you know, I've been – luckily I've been, I've been supported by um, some uh, some excellent people to go through the process of, of the requirements of getting set up here, which has right. been fantastic. How are you on the Spanish? Um, it's a work in progress, Graham. <laughs> Okay. It's a work in progress. You got I was past taking hola. lessons. Yeah, past past the the uh, the, Obligatory. the basics, but yeah. still, there's a, a lot of work to do there. I think it'll take me quite some time, but just yeah. just continue with the lessons and continue with practicing. And um, I think that eventually, hopefully, within the next six months or so, I'll feel a lot more confident. Well, as you know, you have a fellow 
uh, reporter in uh, Karen Avila, who's she's in the uh, the region of Valencia, but she's actually over towards the coast compared to you. So uh, I'm sure you guys might catch up at some point. She's uh, she's from the US, but she's been there two years, so her Spanish might be slightly uh, more advanced than yours. But, yeah, uh, I can imagine. I can yeah, imagine but, it will be. We we haven't had a chance to catch up yet, but we certainly um, are sort of looking for an opportunity where we can get together, which will be fantastic. Yeah, well, I was talking to her yesterday, actually, and I think she's – I've got a feeling she's coming through Valencia at some stage in the next uh, couple of weeks, um, heading to a conference in Barcelona. So, um, yeah. Yeah, uh, wonderful. And, anyway – that's all. That's all good fun. So you haven't sort of um, you haven't changed your mind, and not you're not rushing back in a hurry. Not at the moment. There's a lot of work to be done here in terms of building a, a team here and getting mm. getting everything established. So for the time being, um, I personally will be based here in Valencia in Spain, mm. um, and the rest of the team, majority of the team, are based in Australia, and will continue right. to be there supporting our clients from Australia. And um, as we grow, so too will the team and our client base and all of these sorts of things. And I'll right. make some decisions over the coming months about um, what makes sense for the business. And is Spain, why Spain? Um, you possibly could have gone to an English-speaking location. Yeah, I lived in the Netherlands for many years and in the UK um, also. So I feel like I, I've, I've had an opportunity to, to live in a few other different places in Europe. And I was really looking for somewhere where the tourism industry in particular, there, there were quite a few associations that were um, sort of focused around sustainability and they're, they're very much based in Spain, which is okay. quite interesting. Yeah. Um, and also I was looking for a, a culture change and these sorts of things. I've lived in some of the, the rainiest cities in the world well, <laughs> after Melbourne and oh, I was looking for somewhere don't. that the, the weather was a little warmer for most of the year. Yeah. Well, I was talking to Karen a, about a month ago and she was complaining about how bitterly hot it was, um, you know, a 40-degree day and it was well past summer. So, That's right. you know, this is what uh, climate change is doing there while we're getting rained upon uh, from a great height down here. <laughs> it seems yeah. to be reciprocated in other ways around the world. So, uh, you know, anyway, it sounds like you're settling in really well. And um, is, is anything you really miss from back home? Do you get, can you get a good coffee in Spain? Let's get to nuts and bolts. Certainly not a Melbourne coffee, Graham. It's, no. it's uh, certainly not quite up to standard. <laughs> We're going to have front, to send but... you a can of dripping and a ba- and a bag of beans, are we? Yeah, to be honest, I've I've actually started making coffee at home. <laughs> well, that's a good so, idea. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I go out for coffee a lot less than I did in Melbourne, so oh, you'll be that's saving money to be said there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you'll be saving money beautifully. Well, I I think it's very brave of you to to up stakes and go and do that, but you clearly. Uh, You've you've got a good background in having worked up there. I was unaware that you'd that you'd uh, spent that amount of time in the northern hemisphere. So um, you know, I, I really wish you well. I, and are you still going to be able to report for us? That's that's the most important question. Yeah, absolutely. Interviews already lined up um, over the coming weeks and months with um, various people internationally. So I'm very much looking forward to that. Oh, and we are too. Congratulations again on uh, what you've achieved. You're going to put in for one for next. You're going to go for the trifecta. Absolutely. We know it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's fantastic. 
Keely Warren expanding her expertise in sustainability and regenerative tourism to the Northern Hemisphere. And that is Travel Writers Radio for this week. We will be back next week at 5pm on Wednesday, repeated on Saturday from 1 to 3, here on Air 88 fm in Melbourne, also live on the net at j-air.com.au. Our stories are readily available on the website, TravelWritersRadio.com Travel Writers Radio is a production of Pallet, the professional association of lifestyle and travel writers. So, until next week, it's good night from me, Graham Kemlow. And good night from me, Helen Hayes. Thank you so much for listening. We'll travel far, far as the eyes can see.